Hello and welcome to A Journey of Clarity, a personal exploration of getting in tune with yourself and in tune with others with your host, Dr. Nathaniel Postia. This is a journey of emotional and spiritual awareness, of discovery what life truly means, and a clear shift from an ego-driven world to a meaning-driven world. I believe we can become more in tune with our thoughts, our emotions, and our spirituality. And as we do that, we will make better decisions, have deeper connections, more fulfillment, and even more joy. This is a bit of clarity. Hi, Nathaniel here with episode 48. Uh, you probably already know what I uh, will be talking about from the title, but I won't give it away just yet if you're driving and you haven't looked at the title, if it just came in your feed and you know it's the next episode to watch. Well, um, recently some things have developed uh, well for us in our organization. So in the organization that I lead, we have a number of initiatives. We have High EQ Australia, which is this um, beautiful segment that we do, uh, where we do the coaching, where we do the mentoring, where we do a lot of uh, training, um, masterclasses, uh, provide uh, training packages, materials, and we come and facilitate learning. Uh, so that's EQ, High EQ Australia, eq.org.au. We also have a number of other initiatives. We have the Australian School of Ministry, asom.org.au. Uh, where we equip leaders in Christian ministry. Uh, we have Print Hall Australia, which is our printing arm, where we print books and uh, other materials. And uh, we also have a church. Um, you probably know by now that I'm also a church leader. I'm a pastor of the Nora Church. And uh, recently, we've been just blessed to shift facilities from where we are now into a beautiful facility only 10 kilometers from the city, in the city of Perth, um, at a massive intersection where there's about 30,000 cars per day. Uh, the facility is about three times as big as this. And we have an amazing opportunity to bless the community and reach out both with EQ and also with ministry. Now, this is also challenging. It's a new dawn. It's a new horizon. It's something new that we have an opportunity to do but there are challenges that come with it. Now, as a leader, what would be the first thing to do? You'll say, well, Nathaniel, as a Christian, you should pray. True, I prayed into this. I spoke to my leaders. I spoke to my elders. What else should you do? Now, if this challenge came to me, let's say, 10 years ago, probably I would have, you know, just drawn up the map, uh, the roadmap, the plan ahead, the strategy, uh, and uh, very stubbornly push into that vision and uh, rally everybody else to come with me in that vision. But being a little bit more seasoned now on my journey, um, among the first things that I did with this move, I actually called a coach to come and coach me in the transition. You'll say, Nathaniel, you know, you, you asked for a coach. Well, I am a coach, and the best way to, to tackle any challenges that come in my life is to myself get a coach or hire a coach to help me out. So that's exactly what I did. In fact, two days ago, I met up with this coach. I bought him lunch, and we had a wonderful discussion about the way forward. And he has helped me immensely, and he's willing to come on the journey with me 
and to meet on a regular basis to coach me into this new uh, transition. Now, why have I hired a coach? Why have I began this journey with a coach? Because I value the coaching relationship because I myself am a coach and I'm doing coaching. And in fact, what I'm doing here at A Bit of Clarity is coaching you indirectly. Uh, and I coach a number of people one-on-one -on -one as well. But I also have the awareness that me, myself, I need a coach. I need somebody to guide me as well. And on various challenges that I have on my journey, I hire different coaches. I've had a coach for emotional intelligence. I've had a coach for growth. Uh, I've had a coach for spirituality. And I have now a coach for a transition. And uh, for me, it was no-brainer. Even though this costs money, you know, and a lot of the times we think, oh, the coach may not be worth it. Why should I pay so much? But that expertise for me is so important because it will save me so much headache. It will uh, fast track my development, my transition, and it will help me avoid so many mistakes that I could make. It is actually priceless. I mean, to get somebody's expertise, somebody who's gone the journey, someone who has the expertise before me, and to, to pick his brain and to, for him to challenge me and to ask the right questions, this is priceless. You know, I'm willing to pay for that any day because I know, uh, you know, I would just fast track. I would just accelerate my growth in, in the transition. And the probability of us having amazing success is much greater than me going on a wilderness journey trying to find my way for the next two, three years. You know, rather than, you know, wondering about trying this strategy, not working, this, 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 this. You know, in a few minutes with these guys, you know, especially this coach, he just told me, I, should, I would do this, 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 this. He asked me this question, would you do this? It was more question-based, and he's already offering me clarity. So to me, it was a no-brainer to hire a coach. What are you like? I mean, do you have a coach? Have you ever considered having a coach? Do you care about coaching? How important is coaching and mentoring to you? Last week, we spoke about mentoring. This week, we're speaking about coaching. Um, Initially, as I said, you know, 10, 15 years ago, I would have never, ever considered hiring a coach. Absolutely not. When I began my uh, positive psychology journey, before I even did any other course, the first immersion that I had into uh, emotional intelligence and positive psychology, I actually hired a coach, and she was from South Africa. And uh, immediately I went into a, a relationship, into a program of coaching with, with her, for a number of weeks because I wanted to understand positive psychology. It wasn't even focusing just on emotional intelligence. It was focusing on positive psychology. She's a psychologist and I had her paid her big money and just loved everything because she pointed me in the right direction. She formed a solid base for me. And then I built on that, you know, with the knowledge, with the courses that I did, with the education that I did and gradually um, became an expert in this field as well. So coaching for me is very, very important. I don't know how important is it for you. And um, I will explain to you what coaching means in a way that is more practical, tangible. But I want you to consider this. And I'm not trying to upsell anything here. You don't have to hire me as a coach. In fact, you know, that's not the reason why I'm doing this content. I mean, we're in episode 48 and you saw that I've never actually pitched my sales to anybody, you know. Uh, we have a lot of work and we are happy to work with new people all the time and we're coaching new people, but that's not the end game. The end game is to help you have clarity and give you 
good, good content so you can grow and develop. And now today we're focusing on coaching. So we have show notes. You can download at eq.org.au. And I'm going to go through these and help you understand more about coaching. Coaching is raising awareness and responsibility <clears throat> to unlock a person's potential to maximize their own performance. <coughs> Excuse me. So coaching is not a program per se. It is an awareness. It is a journey of awareness. It is a relational journey of awareness and a, uh, a journey of responsibility. You know, when people come to me to hire me as a coach, I say, look, let's, let's have a meeting first to see if this works for you, to see if we have the chemistry, but mainly to see if you're ready. I say to them, you know, and a lot of the people that I um, interview first, I realize that they're not ready. So I say to them, look, you're not ready for coaching. You need counseling. You need therapy. You need this. Don't spend your money on coaching because you're not ready. And in fact, I won't even, I won't even accept you to hire me as a coach because this is not going to work until you become ready. And people sometimes get offended by this because they said, well, what do you mean I'm not ready for coaching? Because I know they don't want to shift. They don't want to move. They don't want to grow. They don't want to be responsible for their own well-being. And if they're not ready to do that, they don't, you know, they don't engage me because I won't go on the journey with them. So I raise the awareness, but I also raise the responsibility for them to become the best version of themselves, to unlock their potential, to unlock their potential, to maximize their own performance in not just one area, but in many areas of their lives. It can start with one area, but then we can push to other areas as well. It is helping them to learn rather than teaching them. So I'm teaching them how to learn, not what to learn. So I'm not giving them knowledge. I'm giving them skills and abilities to dig deeper and to learn for themselves to become self-learners. It doesn't matter whether coaching is used for sport, life, or business. The good coach believes that individuals always have the answer to their own problems. So what I do is my in my coaching, I ask the questions and we remove layer by layer by layer to go deep with you so that you can find the answer within you or from God, from, you know, from divinity. But we have to get you in tune with that divinity so you can find the answers. It's very interesting. Uh, I have a good friend of mine who lives about three hours uh, down south from here uh, and he's German. And Germans usually are quite, you know, cold people. But with, I, you know, some of my best friends are actually Germans. <laughs> and we go deep, man, and we have wonderful connections. So I, I love these people because I think, you know, most people haven't seen past that face or that first layer. But he said to me, Nathaniel, you know what I love about spending time with you? And he has a beautiful home and a chalet. And when we go there, we can stay with him in this beautiful chalet. So... Sometimes I take my family down there and we spend a weekend there. He said to me, you know what I love about spending time with you? He said, from the first minute that we connect and we talk, you go five levels deep. <laughs> he said, with most people, I can go one level or two level deeps, deep. He said, with you, I can go five levels deep just like that. And that's what a good coach needs to do. And I'm, say, I'm not saying I'm the best coach out there. There's many wonderful coaches out there. But that's what we should aim to do. So find those people that go deep very quickly with you 
and help you go deep. Because when they go deep with you, they will help you lift yourself up because the answers are deep deposited in you, okay? Coaching lifts the focus of attention on the strengths, successes, and future possibilities. It doesn't just focus on the past, doesn't just look at the failures and the shame of the past and the guilt. It pushes the focus to the present tense and the hope into the future, the future possibilities that you can have. It helps you rise to the best version of yourself. It leaves behind mistakes and failures and removes judgment, blame, and limiting beliefs. So most of us have put a cap on our abilities. Uh, most of us have limited ourselves and kept saying to ourselves, I can't do that, I will never be good at that, I won't even try that. That's why you need a coach to break those limits, to take you into a new uh, version of yourself, into breaking new ground, and just, uh, you know, open the horizon of the possibilities that are available for you. A coach has great questions for your answers. So a good coach will have the great questions, wonderful questions for you to answer. If he gives you answers, that's not a coach, that's a mentor. But a good coach will prompt you with the right questions at the right time. A mentor, on the other hand, has some great answers for your questions. So mentoring is more about offering you solutions and answers, whereas coaching is more about giving you the questions for you to find the answers and the solutions within yourself by going deep. That's the main difference between coaching and mentoring. Benefits of coaching. So I've listed here two, four, five benefits of coaching. Number one, better decision-making and strategic planning skills. When you have a coach, he will dig deep with you. He'll ask, ask you the right questions. He will say to you, okay, what is the current situation? Why is it this way? Where do you want to go? What are the options? Um, which one should you choose? Which one will you choose? Um, who will you be accountable to? So he will help you make decisions and he will help you uh, strategically plan the outworking of that decision. So he will say to you, okay, we need to get from A to, uh, to B. What are the steps involved? Uh, what are the goals? So the end goal is this. What are the, the, the tasks or the, the steps in between? Okay, we need to get from A to B. The big question now is by when? So he will hold you accountable and you say, okay, for me to get from A to, let's say, D, I need to do A to B, B to C, and then C to D. These are the four steps that I need to get to D. Okay, so let's do A to B first. A to B by when? So he will say to you, for you to get to D in four weeks' time, you need to do the A to B by next week. So by Monday next week, make sure that you do this. I will hold you accountable. That's what a good coach does. He will ask you the questions. He will get you to commit it, and he will explore possibilities with you. And once the decision is made, he will hold you accountable to go and work out that decision. Number two, leading through change in times of crisis. As, you, as I said earlier, the reason I hired this coach is because we are in transition and I need leadership through this change. So I hired this coach to help me in this change. It's not a time of crisis, but if I had a time of crisis, once again, I could go to a coach to help me there. Number three, uh, benefits of coaching, the ability to motivate teams and communicate more effectively. When you hire a coach, you hire a coach 
to motivate yourself and to motivate those people that follow you. So he gives you, he ignites you, he boosts you up so you can ignite others. He sets you on fire so others catch the fire from you. He gives you the right tools, the art of communication, so you can communicate that better to those that follow you. So he basically, he initiates you, he prompts you, he, he breaks through in you the, the best part of you so you can do the same in others. Another benefits, uh, benefit of coaching is he offers you ways of managing stress and conflict. You can talk with a coach about your inner struggles, um, how you're managing life, work balance, life balance, uh, how you're managing stress. So you have a, a point of connection where you can discuss these things, where you can process these things, where he asks you the tough questions. Why are you getting up, uh, let's say, at 5 o'clock in the morning? Because I want to do sport before work. Wonderful. Then why are you staying up? What, what time do you go to bed? 10 o'clock. Why are you staying up till 10 o'clock? Uh, because I like to watch TV at night, for example. Uh, are you getting rest while you're watching TV? Well, not really. Uh, are you binge eating while you're watching TV? Sometimes, yes. Is that worth doing? Could you do something else? I suppose I could go for a walk at 8 o'clock at night for half an hour with the dog and then, you know, have a cup of tea and go to bed at 9 so I can wake up at 4 or 5. So you see, he helps you, he processes with you your current situation to help you manage the stress in your life. And the last but not the least, increased confidence. Once you have a coach, you have a boost in your life. Your confidence skyrockets because now that coach believes in you, he believes in your ability, he brings the very best out of you, and uh, there's a massive boost to your confidence, there's a massive boost to the way you carry yourself, the way you handle yourself, the way you manage yourself, the way you, you have awareness about yourself, so it changes your life in a, in a very dramatic way. And as I said, because we're Christian, that's what Jesus did. He coached and mentored his, his disciples, and he taught us to do the same thing. So really, to have a, a growing community in whatever you're doing, that's why sports are so successful. Because they have a coach. They have somebody who travels the journey with, with the guys at a team level, but also on the individual level. I remember Arsene, Arsene Wenger, the coach of uh, manager of uh, Arsenal Football Club, one of the longest-serving coaches in the uh, English Premier League. He said uh, that coaching and management was like a priesthood, he said. It's basically you got to look after those kids, he called them, but, you know, the late teens or early 20s, those players that come through, and you got to coach them, and you got to mentor them, and you got to pastor them as well. So he understood how important all these holistically work together to care for those that you lead. So coaching is part of this. I've put here a grow coaching model, which we use, and it works uh, quite well. And it's easy for you to remember, you know, G-R-O-W, because uh, these acronyms, we remember acronyms very easily, and they help us practice this. So I'll go through the GROW coaching model, and I encourage you to explore the possibilities of coaching by hiring a coach, but also by you learning to become a coach and honing in on the skills of coaching. So start with this GROW model, G-R-O-W. G stands for goal. The goal is the end point where the client wants to be. The goal has to be defined in such a way that it is very clear to the client when they have achieved it. So setting up the goal is absolutely vital. So for example, um, 
I want to run a half marathon in three months time. The goal is for me to run 21 and a half or 22 and a half kilometers by uh, three months from now. So that is the end goal that is measurable. I want to, on that day when, when there's uh, the, the run is in the city, I want to do half, half a marathon. So the goal is very precise. R is, R stands for reality, the current reality. What is the current reality where the client is right now? What are the issues, the challenges? How far are they from the goal, from reaching that goal? So the current reality may be that I can only run three kilometers. Maybe that I'm not too fit. Maybe I carry a bit of extra weight. Maybe I don't believe in myself uh, that I can actually run. Maybe the current reality is that uh, it's, it's a massive challenge. Maybe the current reality is that I've never ran 22 kilometers or half a marathon. So even mentally, there's a bit of a block there. Uh, and in that reality, I identify the obstacles and the options. So G-R-O-W, so G for goal, R for reality, and O for obstacles, but also O for options. There will be obstacles stopping the client from where they are now to where they want to go. Once obstacles have been identified, the client needs to find options of dealing with them if they are to make progress. So, for example, one of the obstacles is that I don't have enough time to train. Well, if I don't have enough time to train, for me to get there in three months, I need to train maybe two or three times a week. That means I need to find two or three mornings or evenings or afternoons when I can run. So I look at options. What options do I have? Maybe I need to wake up at five o'clock in the morning to start running for initially for half an hour, then for 40 minutes, then for 50 minutes, then for an hour to get to, let's say, five kilometers to seven kilometers to 10 kilometers. So basically to get to 22 kilometers, I need to get in the first month maybe to 10 kilometers, in the second month maybe to 18 kilometers, in the third month to have the confidence of actually uh, doing the full run. So these are the options. The options are for me to maybe finish work a bit early on such and such day or start early or whatever it takes and the coach will help you go through that process. And W stands for way forward. So G for goal, R for reality, O for obstacles and options, and W for way forward. The options, they need to be converted into action steps, which will take the client to their goal. So the action steps would be in the first uh, uh, instant, you will, uh, I will start running three mornings a week at six o'clock in the morning. Uh, the first, uh, as I said, for the first uh, four weeks, the aim is to get to five kilometers, for example, or to 10 kilometers, right? So first week I will run, um, you know, three kilometers, then three and a half kilometers, then four kilometers, then six kilometers, by two kilometer increments, you know, week by week. So by um, the fourth week, by the end of the month, I will get to 10 kilometers three times a week. Very specific, very well-defined, very achievable, and then do the same plan for the next month and the next month, and in three months' time, we get to run half a marathon. So that is the grow coaching model that you can uh, apply. So G for goal, R for reality, which is a current awareness, O for obstacles and options, and W for way forward. So that is the grow coaching model that you can apply with somebody. You see, when I put it in a simple way like this, 
you can almost apply this to anything for yourself. So you can do this for yourself as well. You can coach yourself, but also to help others as well. And look, people need coaches out there and they need people to help them out. And you need somebody. So make sure that you find somebody that, as I said, with mentoring as well, that is a bit ahead of you, that can coach you, and also somebody that you can coach as well. And in the application, I invite you on this journey to identify a current need where you need coaching, just like I did uh, in this transition, and consider who could become your coach in this. You may have to pay somebody. You may find somebody that can help you out without payment, which is fair enough. Whichever way, make sure that you identify where you need coaching and who can coach you. At the same time, think about who you can help, who you can coach. Who needs your coaching? Who, with whom can you use this grow coaching model? Um, maybe, you know, there's somebody close to you. Maybe there's somebody that has asked you already for that help and you either neglected or delayed it. So find these two people, find somebody who's ahead of you, somebody who's coming behind you and be the connecting point in a sense, get coached and you coach others as well. And don't delay this, you know, do it because the sooner you do it, the sooner you will develop yourself and you will see the potential in this beautiful relationship of coaching. Well, um, I won't hold you any longer. I really pray that this blesses you and this helps you on your journey to understand coaching more and more and be part of it, you know. The best way to understand this is to immerse yourself in it, to, to experience it firsthand as somebody who's being coached and also for yourself to coach others. Well, if you love this, um, share it with other people. Tell them about this journey that we're doing and a bit of clarity with these episodes that we release every week and help us promote it and help us help others so they can help others as well by becoming better coaches, better mentors, having more clarity in life and blessing the wider community out there. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next week. I'm Dr. Nathaniel Costilla and I thank you so much for joining me on this journey of clarity through emotional and spiritual awareness. If you feel blessed by this presentation, please subscribe, rate, comment and share it wherever you're enjoying it. And until next time, this was A Bit of Clarity.